welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, I'm sharing an anonymous dream that has to do with exploding grandmas, giant moons, and werewolves. Ow! Yikes. Yikes. (laughs) And we've got crazy catnaps for you this week about toilet monsters and, of course, lava slides. Plant hugs. Yay. Don't forget about nail pubes and how to keep that under control. Stay tuned because I'm going to talk to you about a newish therapy called Cuddle Sanctuaries. I'm already feeling happy. Hmm. All right, bestie. Grab your best friend. Give him a big old cuddle hug. And let's get started. Hi, Mindy. Well, hey, Brooke, Jennifer, Althouse. What was your confirmation name? Catherine. Brooke, Jennifer, Catherine, Althouse. What was yours? Uh, It was Mindy, Lee, Elizabeth, Fleur, Pollock. Well, you know, but I just need, I just wanted your confirmation. (laughs) Well, I'm confirming it was Elizabeth, St. Elizabeth. (laughs) St. Elizabeth. I was Catherine. It's fun. If if you are like a Catholic, you get to pick a whole new middle name when you confirm. And it's supposed to be the name of a saint or like the name of your sponsor. And my sponsor was named Kathy, but oh. I changed the whole spelling. I'm like, I don't want the C. I want the K and I don't want <laughs> Of course you do. I'm like, I want it to be K A T H R Y N. So like I yes, just kind of like because you love your name spelling. I had to make up my own confirmation name just, spelling. <laughs> I love how the the trend is changing for married couples too to like make new last names, like combine or combined the last name. Yeah, I, I love it. That Do too. it. Change your name. Why not? If you're gonna change your name today, Brooke, what would it be? Uh, well, hmm. Like my first name? Yeah, yeah. Your first name. What would you? I I wouldn't actually. You like uh, Brooke? And the reason is is because I didn't like it growing up, so hmm. it took a lot for me to. <laughs> finally love it yeah so now i want to keep it because there aren't that many so cute and like so when i was a kid i think i've talked about this i couldn't find my name on anything like a keychain yeah you know and so it was so is devastating as a kid yes i Um, agree i had the same problem so it's not a common name you get a little older and then you appreciate that it's a little different so i kind of really like it now but would you change mindy well, you know, we did have nicknames in we high did. school, and it was yeah, but I was Heather Jordan. Jordan. And I was Heather, Heather Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. So Taylor and Jordan. Taylor and Jordan. Welcome to the new podcast about dreams with Jordan and Taylor. <laughs> Here Hi. We go. Let's start. I'm Hi. Taylor, <laughs> and I'm Jordan. And right now, we're going to read some dreams to you about lots of stuff. Can hey. we start with a dream that came to us via Reddit? Ooh. So this is someone who was uh, looking for some interpretation on Reddit, and we messaged back and forth, and we got talking about the podcast, and they would like their dream interpreted. So, interpreted, cool. interpreted, interpreted. Either way, mm-hmm. we're going to do it. Okay. 
they wanted to re- remain anonymous, but we, they did say that we could use their Reddit username, which was Talacious G. Talacious D. I mean, tala- G. G, like Tenacious D, but Talacious G. G. Yeah, G. And they just say they're from the U.S. Okay, okay. so again, I don't know um, gender, so we're just going to kind of keep this neutral We'll just here. call G. They. We'll say G. G. Okay, G works for me. Here we go. G says, bear with me as I'm on mobile and I'm sorry for any mistypings and trigger warning for the graphic nature of the stream. All right, Bestie, just remember if there's any content warnings, they're always going to be in our show notes. Make sure to check it out. If there's a dream you want to skip, you can do that. All right. This was something from a couple months ago when I was going through chemo Mm -hmm. and I'm only able to recall so much. The dream started with me driving up to some old, decrepit cabin in the middle of nowhere to meet mm. up with a family having some sort of troubles. Mm. I'm going to say from the bat, G is an amazing writer. Oh, good. Oh, I like when I go on an adventure with the dreamer. I have no clue why I'm called upon, but I'm just rolling with it. I get out of the vehicle. I drove an old wood-paneled station wagon. Oh, a Woody. And I go in the cabin. Remember oh, those old Woody. Oh, <laughs> Did you ever have, no. your parents ever have one? No, no. but we just, had the P-Wagon. It just didn't have oh, the, the wood side. Yeah, you had the station wagon, just not the wood not siding. The that was too much. That was extra. That was, yeah. Can you imagine paying extra for wood paneling on the outside <laughs> of your car these days? Like, that's just... That could be something that could come back. I, I could totally could. see that something coming just back. Just like flare leggings that my kids bought me for christmas they could come back flare leggings like boot they cut? Up, yeah i got like boot cut leggings and they're fabulous i'm like so why like do we old ever school, go to skinny like yoga pants kind of yeah make, old school oh, yeah they're those fabulous. were my favorite god bless your girls but we should bring back the wood paneled mm-hmm. cars mm-hmm. definitely okay so g walks up to the cabin as i knocked a young lady answered the door and i'm asked to come in So I do, and I'm led to the living room with the rest of the family. A father, a mother, and two daughters. Okay. Which one had let me in, and the other was maybe in their 20s, and a grandmother that looked like she was at the end of her life. Oh, no. We don't know why we're here. G doesn't know why they're here. We just don't know what's happening. It's all a mystery. The problem appeared to be with the grandmother. She had been rambling or drawing or painting some odd archaic stuff for some reason. I had the answers to, and I needed to come and investigate it. Oh, gee, what is your pos- what is your position in life? Like, what is your career that you have to come and art curator? Art curator. <laughs> I still have no clue what my role is in this dream. Maybe it was the cocktail of drugs I was on when I was barely clinging to life. That caused this instantly vivid dream. But anyways, I digress. Yeah. At some point, Granny goes crazy. Oh. While I'm talking to the rest of the family and ends up with enough energy to basically exorcist crawl into the back oh. of my station wagon. Wow. Like that on her back? A like a back bend crawl? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I got to get Granny. to the station wagon. <laughs> like she was practically dead. Now she's back. She's doing the crab crawl. I mean... That's impressive. Very. At this point, the whole family is freaking out, trying to chase after her and catch her. But it's like she went feral. And she was scratching and biting at anyone who got close. Oh, no. Grandma's got rabies. (laughs) Granny rabies. (laughs) 
It got to the point when the father had to run inside the cabin to grab something. As he was inside, something had apparently went south. (laughs) I looked to see what the father had run inside to grab, but as I looked back at Granny, she was sprawled out in the back of the station wagon, which she destroyed. (laughs) At this point, she started yelling something about the moon. I can't remember what, but definitely something about the moon. Well, the moon aggravates a lot of people. Yeah. Damn you, Moon! Controlling the tides! (laughs) Making babies be born! (laughs) Fucking with my equilibrium! (laughs) I bet that's what she was... I bet that's what she was exactly screaming. Yeah, that had to be it. As she was yelling, she quite literally exploded. (laughs) Blood and viscera completely covering the inside of my station wagon, and all that was left of Granny was legs, arms, and her head. Well, if it weren't destroyed already, it sure as fuck is now. Nasty. Did you put a deposit on that rental station wagon? Yeah. Does Granny have that uh, blowing up insurance? You know, you have to get that special. Oh, Oh, it's a special underwriting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a pre-existing condition of blowing (laughs) up. (laughs) Semi-blowing up? We got to disclose that. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. (laughs) Given what had happened, everyone, including myself, started to freak out. Yeah. We started vomiting and crying, and we all ran back inside the cabin. As I was closest to the vehicle at the time, I was covered in blood and felt pretty disgusting. Yeah. Why'd you have the windows down? You should have just, yeah. granted, you just roll them maybe, up and then maybe, that would have happened. Maybe the explosion burst the windows out. Oh, God. That's a big granny explosion. <laughs> well, you, we're not sure. We don't know how big she was or how Yikes. big the explosion was. <laughs> now, this is where things get awfully fuzzy. And honestly, I wish I wrote this whole thing down while it was still fresh in my head. The majority of the dream, I am running through the woods. I'm still covered in blood, and I'm pretty cold. It seemed I was chasing or running from a huge, full moon in the sky as it slowly grew in size and became red. Ooh, probably not good. Granny had, she was trying to warn you. She knew the moon was up to no good. The moon, for some reason, was freaking people out more than the granny randomly exploding or me running around covered in blood. Everyone was more concerned about the moon. I think I'd be more concerned about exploding grandmas. Yeah. At some point, I did reach a tiny town or village that had a small community of people, and they were scrambling around screaming at the moon and trying their best to run home or seek shelter. What because did- I had no... What is screaming at it going to do? Not again. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we'll find out. Maybe. Because I had no clue what's going on, I had taken shelter in some passenger boxcar that was sitting on train tracks that ran through the small town. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As I get in, four or five other guys batten down the hatches and try to get everything secure. After it seems like we were in the clear, we heard a loud thud smash against the car. Oh, no. After a few more bangs around the boxcar, an even louder crash, I looked up and saw these claws that had pierced its way through. 
Oh. The claws quickly had slashed open through the metal box car and appeared a beast. <gasps> Not good. Not a good place to be trapped with a beast that you, can cut you through think, um, steel. But those were some big claws. Big claws. <laughs> <laughs> a very big lanthropope. Lan- lan- lacanthrope. Do you know what that is? Lacanthrope? I had to look it up. Lacanthrope. I looked it up. It's a werewolf. <laughs> I thought they were called lichens. Lycanthrope? Or just lichens. Maybe that lichen, maybe lichen is short. Lycanthrope. Maybe lichen, lichen is sh- short for lycanthrope. A very large lycanthrope, which is also known as a werewolf. Beast, maybe 12 or so feet high, black fur and absolutely dripping with blood, was towering over the boxcar. Hmm. Though it had to crouch to get through the car, it grabbed and tore through everyone in the car. I basically sat there watching as the beast ripped apart and started feasting on everyone. Mmm, snacks. Mm-hmm. You get that snack pack on the train? Mmm. Yeah. Well, you know when it's it's like a midnight, you know, the full moon's out and you get kind of yeah. hungry? Yeah. You gotta go have that midnight snack? Well, yeah, just imagine if you're a werewolf, you've got to get that craving taken care of (laughs) (laughs) at some point it had made eye contact with me and that's when i woke up (sighs) (sighs) i got a little extra from g here and this is what they add i really have dreams this vivid to the point where i'm able to remember them even years after having them but this definitely is one of them wow like i mentioned earlier this was in the middle of my battle with cancer and my chemo at this point in my battle, I was on round two of playing Ding Dong Ditch with Death. Oh, honey. I'm not sure if it had played a part in the stream or if it was a mix of all chemo, pain, and psych meds that played into that part. Either way, I thought I'd share. Thank you for reading this, and please forgive all my grammatical and spelling no. errors. No, I will not fix them. Yes, ah. I am lazy, but I am okay with that. If you liked how messed up my mind is, I will gladly share more of these vivid dreams I've had. Some graphic and others not so much. Um, First of all, yes, please share more. We loved it. (laughs) And gee, we just give you our best wishes. We hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling good and moving forward in your journey of surviving being surviving full of life yeah surviving yeah that's it share with us and this dream is all about surviving i mean that's really what this dream comes to but let's start on page one (laughs) page one of 20 well just like g's going through in real life it's a journey this dream Mm -hmm. is a journey a journey of survival (laughs) of survival but starts where they don't know that they're even on a journey no, They're yeah. literally walking into a cottage. Not knowing why. Mm-mm. Why am I here? And I think as you're dealing with something like an illness or a cancer, you're asking why me, right? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? But also in that journey, maybe you're asking why me? And I think that can be brought through in your dreams. Why yeah. is it me that has to be here? Why am I having to deal with this? Mm-hmm. Also, G doesn't know why they're supposed to be there, but they still know that they need to be there Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like yeah and they said yeah i just i just rolled with it yeah i'm in this place now and i'm gonna have to roll with that and i think that's pretty telling of the journey that they're on in life yeah absolutely 
Let's talk about grandma. Oh, grandma. Crazy old. I mean, she's not crazy because the warning she was giving about the moon really came to fruition in the second part. Yes. And Grammy was did not start off quite so psychotic, right? She wasn't. She said she was old. Old and close to death. Yes. But not feral. <laughs> just went crazy. Like she, something she, Grammy made crazy. Grandma wake up and just be like, I have to warn the world or at least these people in this cabin about what's going to happen. Exactly. It's like grandma's last hurrah. <laughs> and she's just got like this like spit and vigor all of a sudden. It came out of nowhere. She's not giving up. She's not dying mm-hmm. yet. And if she's going to go out, she's going to go out on her terms, which means exploding her head, trying to <laughs> warn people about what's going to happen. And those are her damn terms. <laughs> she went out with a bang, literally. <laughs> but what do you think it means? Why was it so graphic? Why was grandma's demise so graphic? Well, you know, like we always say, if something is that graphic, it's to draw attention to something in particular in that dream. I mean, that was pretty (laughs) pun intended explosive. Um, But yeah, what do what are what are you thinking? Like, is it because it's something so big that we really need to look at? Yes, it It could be like that. And also your body's under attack right now, G. Like your body is literally under attack. So is it just that feeling of I feel like my body wants to explode. It wants to, like, just get rid of whatever's in it right now. Yeah. The moon. Oh, the moon. We're getting (laughs) to the moon now. Oh, the moon. (laughs) Across the board, as far as dream interpretation goes, interpreting the moon as a symbol is pretty across the board the same, which Mm -hmm. I found. It often has to do with your emotional state. Absolutely. Because, like, the tides, they bring you in. It's like bringing, it's a magnetic pull, pulling your emotions closer to Mm -hmm. the surface. So, G felt, like, running from this. We're almost running from the emotion, I would think. You're like, I don't want to deal with the moon. I know I'm dripping in blood. I'm going to (laughs) run as fast as I can and hide from whatever this emotion is I'm trying to deal with right now. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, G doesn't have any choice, really, but to fight the physical nature of it. But if G doesn't want to deal with the emotional part of it, two different parts, they can run from that part, you know? Mm, But this brings up an idea in my head just now, is if you don't deal with that emotional part, if you don't deal with the moon, what comes of it? The werewolf. (gasps) Like that, if you bottle up those emotions, don't those emotions just kind of grow and, and just come to a boiling point where Anything and everything in its path, it can be destroyed. Yes. And maybe that's kind of like the moon earlier represents the emotions. The werewolf, as it comes to be, is the pent-up emotional energy that yes. maybe G is feeling. Oh, gosh. Good mm-hmm. one, Mindy. You, Good no, one. you totally brought me to that. <laughs> and he tries to, to shelter in place. He's mm-hmm. like boxcar and children it up right in the little yep. boxcar there, trying to hide from the emotion, perhaps. And it's, uh, you can't. You can't hide from that. You can't hide from an emotion that big. You can't hide with that. It will literally tear you apart. From the inside out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with wow. giant werewolf claws. <laughs> and the very, very last part of the dream was the eye contact that G said that the werewolf made. So it was almost like a recognition, like, you need to deal with me now. Or things are going to go really south for you. Like, yeah. it, it was almost like a threat, I felt. 
no, I didn't think of it like that until you just said that. But you're right. Eye contact. And it's like, you're next. You're next unless you deal with this. Wow. Yes. G, we appreciate your dream. We appreciate you being so open and honest because that's not something easy to share. No. So thank you for letting us share your story on the podcast. We hope we brought a little bit of interpretation to it. And we really hope the best on your journey to recovery because you're going to kick the shit out of this cancer. Kick the you shit, kick the out, shit of out of it. You're going to yeah. explode this cancer like it's grandma. Yeah, explode that grandma cancer. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. I don't know how to come back from that. I thank, don't know thank you. Thanks. Explode that grandma cancer. <laughs> I got angry. I know. Cancer makes me angry. It's okay. It's okay to deal with those emotions. We know you have to deal with those anger emotions. I don't want the werewolf. So thank you so much, G, for sharing that amazing dream. And there's lots and lots and lots of fun stuff coming up for Remolations here, people. Wow. If you want to wow, support, wow, wow. support the show, it's a good Sorry. time. I no, know, Mindy's already... No, ex- I, I just interrupted you because I was so excited. I, I, this is exciting times. Yeah. Now, if you remember last year, we went to the most amazing podcast festival in Elgin, Illinois. It's called Dark Matters, and we're going again this year. Yes. Just... Around the corner, just around the corner, you guys. You can go to remolations.com slash live to get information on the show. It's going to be February 24th, and it's going to be spectacular. It's a you lot of fun. You can see a live show. A, a live, live show. show. And you get to see other live shows and cool little artisans and merchants and stuff. It's a really fun time, you guys. It's a great way to support yeah, us, too. Out. That brings us to catnaps. Brooke, you know what catnaps are. You, We've been through this 116 yeah. times, but our new besties might not know. Yes. Catnaps is a part of the show where we read a bunch of listener dreams that have to do with anything. Nightmares, dream stories, short one sentences. We don't analyze them. We just have fun sharing your dreams and dream stories. So let's get started. Brooke, okay. it's your turn. Let's, let's have you talk. <gasps> Mindy. What? Oh, my God, Mindy. <laughs> yes. The name of this dreamer is Jordan. Okay. No. We were just talking about love our it. nicknames from high school. Yep, love it. Let's okay. hear what Jordan has From Santa Monica. Oh, lovely. When I was younger, say seven or nine, I had a recurring dream about being eaten by a toilet. I know, oh, right? Damn it. <laughs> This only happened because of the film, Look Who's Talking. Yes. With that toilet Classic. scene. Do you remember that toilet scene where they're trying Though to get the over? blue furry. Yeah, like, it was scary. It scared me. Besties, yeah. if you haven't seen Look Who's Talking, classic John Travolta and Christy uh, Alley. Alley dream. Oh, hashtag, what does... John Travolta, John Travolta dream? How have we not done Johnny Boy yet? John John? John, Johnny, Johnny, man, sir, Mr. Tavolta, please, please. We'd like to know what you dream. Mm. And, and being in Scientology, we also want to know what your take on dreams in general is. We have lots of questions for you. Maybe you should just come on the show sometime and we'll just get them all taken care of. Yep. Yep. Just, just we could just all the same time. Give us a jingle. We'll catch you on the jangle. 
Just let us know, please. <laughs> Look who's talking. But it was a classic yeah. uh, movie, Bestie, about... Um, <laughs> How would you explain this? It, it is a perspective of a baby. Yes. Pretty much. I mean, pretty the much a perspective t- from a baby yes. from conception on. Quite literally That's from conception on. pretty much on. what it is. And there was a very scary scene where uh, this young child walks in the bathroom to use to learn how to use the toilet. And yeah. um, the toilet comes alive and starts like yeah, It's like a blue monster. Evil. Like, ah. It's like a monster. A monster it's toilet. It's very upsetting. You know. It was a scary scene. It was a scary scene. Even as a young adult. Yeah. And I remember it. You remember it. So obviously Jordan remembers it. Um, John Travolta probably remembers it too. I bet. Giant boy. (laughs) This scene really freaked me out. So from then on, I kept having these dreams. Even when I was not near the toilet, the toilet would stretch its tongue for miles and miles and wrap around me. What's the tongue? And drag me all the way home. This no. is no, 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 no. And it's a toilet tongue. I don't <laughs> need Jordan, a toilet tongue. Jordan says, yes, it also had a tongue for some reason. Not exactly only that, my a point. Toilet tongue, a tongue? Like, why is there a toilet tongue? <laughs> that thing, you can't scrub the germs off of that. <laughs> I mean, you just use like the toilet brush, like a toothbrush, and just get the tongue real good. I don't know how it works. <laughs> get the tongue real <laughs> Months later, I got used to it, yet I still had it recurring over and over, like two or three times a month. So every time I would see the toilet in the dream, I would be like, oh, hey, (laughs) you again, and talk to it. (laughs) Hey, toilet, leave me alone. I'm not dreaming. dude, I know. Keep your tongue in your mouth. We've been through it, but let's just be cool tonight, okay? I just want to sleep tonight. Let's not get into it. (laughs) being 16 now i have not seen that toilet in years i guess it would be great to see it again just to say hey (laughs) i love it thank you jordan that was a cute jordan love it and and thank you for listening to the podcast yeah uh so young 16 Mm -hmm. sorry about all the swear words and the sexual references um a little i'm a little like your cool older aunts yeah i'm a little sorry but not really. Not too sorry. Not too sorry. But I hope the toilet dreams come back in a nice a nice way. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. This dream is from Savannah from Schaumburg, Illinois. Yay! I have weird dreams almost every night. This is what I remember about the one I had last night. I was in Las Vegas. Nice. At the Luxor Casino. Okay. By the way, it looked nothing like the Luxor. <laughs> and most people in places in my dream rarely look accurate at all. But in my dream brain, this is where I was. Now, if you don't know the Luxor of in Las Vegas, it's a pyramid. Yeah. And so, so kind of hard to um, mistake for anything else. Right. Very, very unique look. The escalator is going up, but it doesn't have a rail on one side. <laughs> I step onto it and it's going up. I look back at my mom and two young kids are about to step on. Uh, They get on fine, but the whole time I'm afraid that the kids will fall off the side. (laughs) We go up a little, and one of the kids pulls their little brother's shirt to keep him from falling off the side. I blink, and the kids are back at the bottom somehow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This time I see a couple of missing steps on the escalator, like the third and the fourth step is missing. They're about (sighs) to step back. I yell. The mom looks and sees them, and she panics. 
Uh, I just remember us saying, no, 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 not the kids. (laughs) Why are they at casino anyways? Don't bring your kids to casino. Don't bring your kids to Las Vegas. It's It's not necessary. No, no. No. They say it's a family place and there are lots of things. They really try to push it. They really try to push it with Circus Circus. Yeah, no, don't. There's just too much weed. There's too much drinking. Kids too don't. Too much porn. They don't. Too much. Too much porn. That was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. It's all over the sidewalks. Everywhere. I mean, the porn. Sl- they call them porn slappers. Is that have you ever heard that term? No. Porn slappers, where they go to like just they hand you something and they slap you and it's a like a a porn advertisement. Oh. Mm. Porn slappers. I did not know. Porn slappers. Well, now you do. Now I do. No, 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 not the kids. And they look up at us a little scared and confused and not sure what to do. And then I woke up. (sighs) So again, don't bring your kids to Vegas. Nope. I think that's the lesson we can all learn here. And they're going to fall off the escalator at the Luxor. (laughs) That happens every day. (laughs) (laughs) I do need a good trip back to Vegas, though. Man, it's been it's been a little bit. Uh, so, if you walk into a casino, say any casino in the on the Strip of Las Vegas, mm-hmm. what is your go to? What do you like playing? What do you What are you going to go do? Uh, slots. You play the slots. I now, do the, you like traditional slots, or do you like the video no, rumble? No, sl- I love slots. the ones that have the video the bonuses i love the bonus the bonus, goonies, bonus the goonies machine oh the where goonies. it shakes and then you play this skull keyboard and you have a one-eyed willy and it's making the noises and it's blowing <laughs> you've air got a you. favorite i love it <laughs> i mean i love the ones i there was one i played where i had to grab bubbles like legit oh. 3d bubbles flying at me it was oh that's fun i i'm too I'm too scared to play the tables, but I have a feeling you do. Mark likes playing blackjack. He yeah. loves blackjack. I, I will play roulette. Roulette's fun, but I like video poker. I like, okay, yeah. Like, just let me sit at a bar top. That's true. And that's play where, poker. That, those are always the ones that are on the bar. And it's, it's one of the most, if you play it correctly, is one of the most lucrative. Like one of the highest chances of winning is video poker. Really? And so, yeah. Oh. So I just I just like the odds of it, I guess. So yeah, Vegas, definitely fun. Ready yeah. to go back. Yes. Live show. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, live show. All right. You got another one for us. Madison from Freeport shares with us, Ooh. all my dreams are weird and fun in some way. Oh, good I'm start. glad they're all fun. Yeah. That's good. They always had something to do with my current obsession at the time. Or were so strange that I could remember them years later. I think that's okay. kind of pretty average. You dream about Sounds what you're like obsessed about currently. Yeah. The most fun one I had was a set of two dreams. One when I was six and the other nine years later. Wow. Six and 15. Got it. Good job, Mindy. <laughs> Thanks. You did, you did fast looked, math. I had to look up to find the answer to the left side of my room, but I did find it. <laughs> The first dream felt like it lasted months, and it was basically just me and four other kids learning to survive in a dimension that isolated us to a single building. Oh. Yeah, you know, that just basically is it's what Madison said. Yeah, that's pretty typical. It happens pretty to everyone. typical. 
And there was a winter nightmare surrounding it. But we had to do actual research on how to get home. We had a lava slide, and it was awesome. Until oh, I ooh. fell in and woke up. Yeah. Um, it would be fun. It would It'd be burn your fun, butt. But it seems like it's a good, viable way since it's a winter nightmare outside. Maybe the lava can... Maybe it was like 72 degrees. That'd be great. Perfect. I mean, just the the in-between, the lava and the freezing outside. Yeah, it's a big difference. Mm -hmm. The second one was obviously nine years later, and I was back in the building that seemed to be abandoned. Love this. Oh, wow. I know. I looked around with the feeling of deja vu and eventually Mm -hmm. found three other teens who were very shocked to see me. Yes, it was terrifying, no. but it was awesome that I saw three of the same people from my crazy. original dream. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Madison, that's cool. Wait, did she go back down the lava slide? Doesn't say. Oh, Probably not, because she fell in last time. She might be well, learned. Maybe learned her but lesson. But it's still fun. So fun. Oh, yes. That was um, lava slide. <laughs> the floor is lava. And so is the slide. And so is the slide. I got one here from Joanna from Laneville, Texas. Okay. To start off, I was having a pretty rough day yesterday. Lots of crying and feeling defeated as a stay-at-home mom. Aww. Just one of those days. Yeah. Get it. I get it, girl. Yeah. When my husband got home from work, he took care of everything that I couldn't muster enough energy for. Dinner, gave the kids bath, let me just relax, and even surprise me with a snack later on. That's it was nice. also comforting after a long, stressful day, and I felt so thankful. Sweet. Joanna, you have an amazing husband. Um, yes. That's what it should be. Yes, it should be. It's not 50-50 all the time. It's 90-10 some days, and that's what he was doing for you, and I love mm-hmm. that for you. Mm-hmm. So, on to the dream. Okay. In real life, I have a panthos, a poth, wait, how do you say this? Pothos plant? P-O-T-H-O-S? Pothos? I don't know what that is. In real life, I have a pothos plant in my living room that I named Stevie. Ooh, Stevie. Stevie. I'll let you name your plants. Pothos. My mom would do something like that. I kill Stevie. The only plant besides succulents that I have somehow been able to keep alive, and it's doing well. Good. Well, in the dream, I was just tending to Stevie, <laughs> and I it's <laughs> cute. And I noticed her leaves were growing bigger right in front of my eyes. Wow. I like that Stevie's a she, by the way. I like her too. I love Stevie as a female. <laughs> I rotated her, and her stems were getting longer, and new leaves were forming and growing. I was in shock and overjoyed at her growth. It's like Suddenly, Audrey, too. Oh, <laughs> a lot nicer, though, I think. I hope so. Suddenly, her arms extended towards me, and it wrapped me into what felt like a hug. Oh, Stevie. The leaves were like hands, and the stems were like arms. I felt so loved, and it felt like we were connected somehow, like old friends, or just, I don't know. Rocking in the leaves. It just felt really comforting and warm. I love it. And then I woke up. Oh, no! (laughs) 
But she does add a little bit more here. Okay. I woke up in a great mood today and I have been significantly better than the day prior. I am so thankful for my husband and for my dream. I've also grown a greater appreciation for Stevie for sticking around, even with my not-so-green thumb. Oh, Stevie. Google has nothing on plant hugs, so I'm just hoping someone has an idea what this dream means. (laughs) I just think it's just a dream. It's just a happy dream, Joanna. It's that you. Is just, it's your loved. You're just loved. You're just loved. And Stevie is appreciating the care and love you give her, and she just wants to share it back. And your husband's taking care of you. Yes. You've got a good life. Just and that's it. a real story. That's not even part of the dream. <laughs> that love was it. just love real it. life. <laughs> Man, we've had a few dreams about weird things giving you hugs, like giant birds, um, turkeys. Oh, yeah. Now we're on plants. So I think that's an interesting recurring theme we've had so far. All right, moving on from plant hugs, which sounds divine. Brooke, do you have something? <laughs> I do. It's kind of um, a short, funny one, but it's um, okay. That's what she said. Cheers. This is Dave from Harrisburg. All right, Davey. I had just woke up. I was like up. giving people nicknames. You I don't just, know if they like them or not. Well, I just, they're getting them. They're getting Davey, them. Thank you. Davey. You're getting a nickname for me. I just woken up. My wife handed me a coffee with a grin on her face. That's yeah. also very nice. Do you have any interesting dreams, dear? She asked. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Why? Nothing about elephants? No. <laughs> oh, we got some miliquy, don't we? Cats? This is a oh. very peculiar line of questioning two minutes into my day. <laughs> Yes. Giggles. Giggles, it says. Last night in your sleep, you told me very firmly, no, hun, we're not getting a cat. They won't get along with the elephants. And that's when Makes he sense. woke up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love you those. You know, it's funny. I love those. I, I think they could get along. I think, I think they're they just could. gentle, gentle giants. Yeah, I think they and, could uh, get along. Sweet babe. It's funny, speaking of spouses and sleep, Mark, <laughs> the other night, this was like two nights ago, like hit me in his sleep. Like he was dead asleep. And all of a sudden, just like arm flying hits me. <laughs> and I was like, ow. Okay. And I was like, okay, obviously, it's like like one of those hypnotic jerks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, not thinking of anything of it. And then all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, not even 10 minutes later, a few minutes later, happens again like arm flailing just hits me again i was like great okay. twice now now twice, you're twice. now i'm waking you up <laughs> i didn't i didn't he was tired so i let him sleep and then the next morning i was like what did you dream about last night he's like well it's weird i had this dream i kept slipping on ice <laughs> and that's what he i'm guessing that's what it's tied to it like you know how your like, arms flail, like you're trying to catch yourself and he's slap he's like hitting me twice so it happens. I love it. Didn't you just hit him recently too? Yeah, it's payback. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to turn a little darker here okay. with a dream from Manda, M A N D A, Manda. Oh, Manda. Okay. From South Lorraine, Ohio. When I was little, I had no idea which age, but no older than 10, I would say. I would have this recurring dream. I also had it a couple of times in my teen years as well. I was on this old playground surrounded by mulch. 
Mm-hmm. I was the only kid there, unsupervised, completely <laughs> alone. Good plan. All of a sudden, snakes would just start to <gasps> gather there. Mm-mm. Just a few at first. And as I climbed the playground to get away, more snakes would fill the playground. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about this one. I would get higher and higher, and they wouldn't stop coming. I would get to the very top, and I would always look down and watch this huge snake lock on me. Every time. I would wake up just as it was about to touch me with its disgusting face. Ew, it's like my dream. I think that's why I'm not a big fan of snakes. LOL. From Manda. Thanks, Manda. <laughs> Ooh, Manda. Don't like I we don't like it. We, we don't snakes like are it. on our no dream. Ooh, no I got fly the list. chills. Just like you can't go anywhere else. You're you're completely out of room and you can't you, you jump can't down. Go anywhere. You, you can't, can't do anything. They're just you can't jump up. down either. It's like ah. they're in a cl- they climb. No. Ugh. This is Javier from Scottsdale. Mm, I haven't nice. been there in a minute. I love I'd Scottsdale. I've never been. The dream is not so long as far as I remember, but it has had a deep impact on my mind. In this dream, I start walking from my home and reach my school. Actually, I wasn't walking. I was running from something. Hmm. I don't want to run to school. <laughs> I don't want to run to school or run to school away from something. Actually, (laughs) I was running with sweat all over my face. Suddenly, I ran away Mm. from my school and reached an unknown place. I was confused where I should go. With this, I saw two roads. Of course, there's two roads. (laughs) There's a choice. Left or wait, wait, stop, pause. Mm -hmm. What if you have a fork in the road? Are you going left or right? Do you have something that you always? Identical. identical just you have to choose left or right i always go right well i oh, my initial instinct is to go right but then since that's my initial instinct sometimes i go left if that makes sense because i know <laughs> you have to choose one you're going now what are you picking right now okay right what are you picking i'm going left and is there a reason why we talked just, about this once I, didn't we maybe it's so. so hard maybe just probably one of our sleepovers maybe um Right, usually because I'm right-handed, so I usually pick right, but you read left to right, so left is the first choice. So I'm picking left. Okay, well, see, I pick right because I'm right-handed, but I read... (laughs) Isn't that weird? It's a Stephen King book called Rose Matter, I think, and Mm. she was trying to escape from an abusive relationship, and he was very, very smart, and so she was trying Mm -hmm. to think of all, even the smallest ways to trick him and she got on I think it was a bus and she's like I know people like 90% of the time choose what their dominant hand is really so she's like my husband knows I'm right-handed I'm gonna go to the left just like even little details like that that he would think something like that he's so creepy at that she chose so I think it's interesting yeah I think it's right I think people mostly choose Mm -hmm. what dominant hand they are like my left-handed, I have two left-handed kids. My daughter will always choose left. Yeah. She's left-handed. I don't know. I just, I think it's just your natural instinct, you know, is yeah. to. Well, you're comfortable. It's your comfortable yeah. side. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, of course. What does our dreamer do? 
two roads. One road was like a beautiful road, like out of a photograph. We're Now, out of the woods. We're out of the woods. We're out of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Now this was the beautiful road which directly showed my home. Oh, okay. And the second obvious choice is yeah. a scary road from where I can't see anything. Okay, okay, Javier, what's the what's the problem here? What's what's the, what's the question here? Yeah. Okay. I'm still choosing left. I'm still going dark. I don't know. Okay. I might. I feel okay. like I might be tricked going the other way. This could be tricky. We don't know. Could be, could be tricky. And the most twisted part of this dream was that while choosing these roads to go home, I met an old school friend of mine with whom I'm not much in contact with anymore. I met okay. this friend of mine, and she prompts me to choose this road, which is full of light and showing my way home. Don't trust you. I too think that. And why would I take this long, dark road when I have the mm -hmm. option of taking this much safer-looking yeah. road? Right. So I enter this road to my horror to find out this beautiful road was just a fake scenery. Of Mindy, you were right. You were right. And I find someone pulling both my legs as hard as possible. And I can never forget the face. Huh. The demon was pulling me and hurting me. And that school friend of mine, she just disappears out of nowhere while I'm screaming. And she's just gone. No. With sweat fully covering my eyes. Sweaty eyes. I open them to find water for my thirsty throat. I try to sleep, but now I'm wondering if I have woken up from my dream. But who is still pulling my leg? Oh, no. And no. Here, here. Not demon. Here is the funniest part. Okay. I hope it's, I hope it's really funny because it's evil so far. It was my little sister who had wrapped her hands on my feet while sleeping. Oh. And now I knew for sure it was not a dreadful demon, but my cute little sister sleeping with my legs in her oh. hand. Oh. <laughs> I did like the end of that dream. It was I, cute. I did. It, it was, was a, a cute, cute end one. of the dream. Yeah, it was a cute oh, one. Oh, good. But I can understand it's like that in dream incorporation of your surroundings. Yikes. Yikes. I have one more to share with us tonight. And that's from Emma. This is a short and sweet one. Okay. And Emma's from San Diego. I've had this dream twice now, and I don't know what it means. It's freaking me out. Uh-oh. I was looking at my hands and noticed there was hair poking out through my thumbnail. Ah! Gross. <laughs> and then I looked closer, and I saw lots of curly hair at the base. <laughs> But under... Under my nail. Oh, what? It's what like nail happening? pubes. Thumb pubes. Underneath. I don't want nail, nail pubes. Gross. Oh, you got to get that waxed. You got to get that waxed. You got to get that waxed. I don't know what it's called. It's not a Brazilian. It's like a... Yeah, what would it be? Something called? wax. A nailzillion wax. <laughs> Nails, you gotta get that nailzillion wax, you know, girl. Nails. And then I noticed it under all my fingernails. Oh no! And then I woke up. 
Emma, we got a nail problem. We got a hair problem. We got to yeah, laser that. You got to wax that. We'll get you. We'll get you taken care of. We're going to get you a discount. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. If anyone wants to sponsor the show, we'll see if we can get you a coupon code. <laughs> Maybe we can get her a Groupon. <laughs> we'll find a Groupon. We should do like a, um, what's that? Um, GoFundMe. We should go do oh, a GoFundMe for her yeah. nail issue. Yes. Cause that's embarrassing. We could have, we could have like a, t- a telethon. <laughs> if you want to help Emma and her with her nail, nail pube problem, <laughs> call one eight hundred nail pubes. Just a dollar a day will help Emma with her social life. A dollar a day. <laughs> we just gotta get a wax every day. It grows fast. It grows it, really uh, fast. Nail pubes grow faster it. than regular pubes. It's just a known Which thing. also grow fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, nail ones are speedy. They're speedy little things. Just, can you imagine? They're, just, they're coming out the sides of your nail. But you're like, like um, I, I like it natural. <laughs> I can't have these I'm bush, a natural girl. I have like, like bush nails. Nail bushes? <laughs> no. Thank you. Oh, you, gotta no. keep, you gotta trim that shit. Keep it clean, Emma. Keep it clean. Nail <laughs> pubes. Oh. Talacious G. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you so much for sharing your dream. And of course, as always, amazing catnap submissions. We loved them all. Keep them coming. All right, Mindy. I've got yes. something to talk Rookie. to you about today. Perfect. I'm sticking on the uh, New Year's kick, you know, new year, new ideas, Hmm. new therapies, as I've talked about, but this one's different. They're all a little different, but have you ever heard of cuddle sanctuaries? (laughs) No, (laughs) but um, I'm interested. Okay, well. Okay. Cuddling can help with trauma, so it could be... Why you're having nightmares or you're not sleeping or other nighttime uh, medical issues or any kind of stresses mm-hmm. in your day-to-day life. So it's so, not my husband slipping on the ice and trying to smack me in the head. Nope, that's not nope, that's it. That's anti-cuddle nope. that's, therapy. That's anti-cuddle therapy. And that might okay. work for some people. Some people might like it. Might like it. I was just trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like it. <laughs> Professional cuddling is a form of therapy that combines platonic touch companionship. Mm-hmm. This unique therapy is more than just hugs. A cuddle therapist must listen, acknowledge, and soothe a client using sensory and communicative skills. Interesting. Okay. Did not know this existed at all. Well, it got me, again, this is how it got me thinking. I, I have seen shows in bigger cities. They do it a lot in like Tokyo. Lots of Japanese cultures have like cat sanctuaries where it's it's almost like a coffee bar and they're just full of cats and you just yes, go. And yeah. you, you know who I just saw? Hmm. Someone, uh, was it Orlando Bloom or someone was just <sighs> recently in Tokyo and was at a cat cafe yeah and it's the same thing it's just you know you don't adopt them they live there you pet them you maybe read have a drink coffee whatever and it's like kind of the same that that idea concept i'm sure they have it with puppies and other cute things but okay these are humans 
So we totally understand how life gets. I mean, especially these days, if the pandemic has taught us nothing else, we need each other more than ever. Yeah, We need to allow ourselves to be cared for. Studies have shown cuddling and snuggling improves overall health. Agreed. Uh, Yeah. As this practice releases the feel-good hormone oxytocin. Give me some more oxytocin. Oxytocin, I'm going to call it. Oxytocin. Oxytocin. I am a big fan of oxytocin. (laughs) (laughs) This hormone helps you feel all warm and fuzzy inside while also lowering your blood pressure Mm -hmm. and boosting your immune system. Both good. Both good things. So professional cuddlers, which sounds like something I need to look into. I don't think you would really like it. What? You might have to touch feet or something, Mindy. Okay, and just cuddling doesn't involve feet. I mean, you, but my love language is touch. Okay, well, maybe we can so be professional cuddlers. So I am a big cuddle person. Okay, well, this could be... But as long as it's not feet. Well, guess what? You set the rules, baby. Okay. You'll get... I'm we'll, a, get we'll get to it Waste up. Here. I'm we'll, a biggest hugger that you'll ever meet. We'll get to it. Professional cuddlers are trained to alleviate stress and loneliness with physical touch. Interesting. They're certified individuals, and they provide therapeutic support through hugs, spooning, and gentle massage. Oh, just just like brush brush back my hair as we cuddle. Oh my God, if I could have someone hair. just brush my hair, I think I would not have insomnia anymore. Honestly, no, if you fall asleep like that. Like a head Can you massage? imagine you could hire someone to come cuddle with you to fall asleep? <sighs> Need to start looking. Brooke, into- I will do it for a discounted price for you. What is your discounted you price? Um, ten dollars a night. <gasps> <laughs> a night? Okay, I'm in. I'm in. And and a and a bottle of wine. Oh, okay. From our friends, Parker. <laughs> Parker Cage Boy. Cage Boy Parker. I scared a young man tonight. Okay. They build relaxing, welcoming environments and listen to their clients' needs while maintaining boundaries. Okay. Of course. Good. Now, professional people think, oh, this is kind of weird. But it's not sexual. They're therapists. It doesn't have to be sexual at all. No, not even at all. But these are therapists. They are specifically trained in platonic touch. They do not engage in sexual or romantic touch. The client and the cuddler are fully clothed during a session and waivers. So it has to be platonic consent of each party. And that goes on during your initial consultation. Professional cuddling sessions are an experience that will soothe your spirit and quiet your mind. Sessions can include, like we said, hugging, spooning, even just holding hands, compassionate conversation, Mm. or just blissful quiet. Each session is crafted so it's just right for you. You get Mm. to decide how much touch, if any, which sounds weird for cuddling, but maybe you just want that conversation. You want to be close. Close, yes. The mission is to shift the culture to a more compassionate world that's safe for affection and connection for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty it's a pretty nice idea to have. And there's steps being taken to get there. I mean, it's not going to be for everyone, but I like the no, I but like I definitely the think it's for some people. Yeah, and more than 400,000 people from across the world use cuddle comfort. 
So it's not okay. just like a tiny little thing. Are there places in the U.S. that offer this as like therapeutic? So yes, there are a few options. So there is the Cuddle Sanctuary, which was the original. And that's kind of like group sessions or retreats, things like that. But you can have individual sessions like one-on-one too. I know I have a husband and I can I can rely on him for cuddle, like mm-hmm. my touch. But if I was a single person and I had been through trauma yes. and physical touch is my love language, I could see how great Powerful this would be. This would be right? It would. Mm-hmm. I, I totally I love that you're doing this topic. I love that you're covering it because I it's important. I could see myself doing this if I didn't have a person. It's kind of like the idea of Reiki, like the laying on hands. It's so important to our body, mm-hmm. whether you think so or not, like you don't realize yeah. how much physical touch, platonic or otherwise, necessitates your well-being mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, the greater challenge is that we also live in a world focused on social media and mm-hmm. time spent interacting face to face, as we all know, has fallen dramatically Changed, as a result. Yeah. And that wouldn't really matter if it weren't for the fact that we have an innate need for physical affection. And an absence of that causes tangible harm to our well-being. Mm-hmm. You know, many people join Cuddle Comfort because they're not interested in having a relationship. But these people have consciously chosen to live the single life or maybe just currently single. And while it suits their lifestyle, that doesn't change that innate need for affection so it like you said good for being single single good for being single breakups too that's another major thing um it often leaves you craving that affection and intimacy we believe that that one significant element of the heartbreak is the oxytocin withdrawal because you're so used to getting it so much with just being naturally in a relationship that that cuddle hormone is not being released in your body, creating that natural high. And so if you've been enjoying that long term, you're not going to have that anymore. And so the oxytocin comes to a halt, basically. And depending on how affectionate your relationship was, it can cause serious shock to your system. Give me my oxytocin. (laughs) I'm going to say that to Mark tonight. Yes. Give me my oxy. No, give me my oxytocin. My oxytocin. Give me my oxytocin. <laughs> Baby, it's time for oxytocin time. Oxytocin time. <laughs> then this is one that I learned that I wouldn't have thought of, but frequent travelers. So oh, initially okay. surprised to see people in relationships joining the community, but then discovered that many of these members had jobs requiring frequent traveling around the country or around the world. And this meant that they were geographically oh, prevented away. from getting the required oh. affection and intimacy from their well, partner. That brings up a whole other thing, though. Like, yep. if Mark's traveling for work, which he doesn't have to travel for work, but if he did, and he's like, I'm going to go to a cuddle party, I'd be like, what? I don't think... I mean, that brings up a whole... That's... You, no. You've got to... Is touch his love language? No. It's not. So that would be maybe something for you. Right. A red flag for flag. you. So but no, his is he, quality time. So but if if, he, he, if you were traveling for work and you said, I'm I'm just gonna hire a cuddle therapist just for a couple hours, would he be all right with that knowing that, no, I don't that think is so 
It's going to be some big so. conversations for people. Yeah, that's, because it's, that's it's, what it's the about. Point. Yes. It's about trust. It's it goes against everything you feel yes. like. You should but I guess be. if it's in a clinical setting or it's, you know, a therapist-provided thing, it's a lot different but it's than it is. Still, it's still hard. So you're like, cuddle therapy. So again, also helps with nightmares, insomnia, sleep disorders. It can help manage anxiety and depression, communicating boundaries, needs, and wants. Sure. Developing a sense of empowerment or have experienced having their agency taken away. So it is also a way to rebuild if you had a trauma, something oh, where yeah. you're taking control of your boundaries. Interesting. And I'm saying yes to this. I'm saying no to this. And that's okay. okay. You know, like that is I, an interesting point of it that I didn't even think of until you said it. I didn't that, think yeah, of it until I read that too. I was like, yes, did that experience makes sense. trauma to like ease yourself into a trusting relationship yes. because it is controlled. It is and controlled. it's being close to someone that is controlled. Oh, yes. that is I know really and interesting. to learn okay. to take that power back. So again, recovering from any types of abuse, sexual, physical, psychological, emotional. It also helps improve low self-esteem. Maybe you're struggling with body image, but you know, mm-hmm. you go yeah. these places, everyone's there for a reason. Everyone's yeah. going there for positivity, being yourself and basically yeah. overcoming that codependency in relationships. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But it's like everyone's going to want something different and maybe you should mm-hmm. try something different every time. And that's mm-hmm. probably part of this whole process. Take the whole touch thing away. Teaching people that they have a choice over their body. Mm-hmm. They've never seen it before. They've never experienced it. It's yeah. a very interesting way to look at it. Sure. The reasons one seeks out a professional cuddling experience range from average adults seeking connection, maybe those on the autistic spectrum, mm-hmm. those healing from sexual trauma or sexual dysfunction, or for even older virgins, you know, to practice touch in a safe environment. Mm. Professional cuddling is one of the latest iterations of self-care and wellness focusing on touch therapy. So since the early 2000s, the field of professional cuddling as a therapeutic tool has transitioned from stigmatized field with pay-for-sex undertones to Mm -hmm. a legitimate service for healing with proven health benefits. Makes sense. Cuddle Party, founded by relationship coaches Reed Mihalako and Mauricia Bazinski in 2004 in Manhattan, was one of the first organized groups for those looking to engage in facilitated touch workshops. Now, Cuddle Party trains group cuddle facilitators and hosts parties worldwide from Australia to Utah. And since their incorporation in 2016, Cuddleist has fielded over 5,000 client requests and has trained over 200 practitioners. Wow. I can understand how it's like an emerging therapy because it does yeah. have some connotations of sexual overtones, but yes, nothing, yes. everything doesn't have to be sexualized. But in our world, it is. And this is yeah. like refreshing, right? Yeah, right. So either one-on-one session with a certified professional cuddler or in a workshop basis where groups of people snuggle up to one another, participants are looking for a natural boost of their oxytocin. (laughs) Oxytocin! Their oxytocin, also known as oxytocin. (laughs) Studies have shown that just 20 seconds 
of mutually engaged touch can trigger the release of oxytocin. So it's that same kind of feel-good hormones that are released when mothers nurse their babies or when you get a great massage mm-hmm. or positive and platonic embrace. Yeah, hug. These chemical after effects leave you experienced nurtured and connected. In cuddle space, you can be where you are with whatever emotion you're feeling and no one has any expectations of you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I think that's a beautiful thing. I really, really Agreed. do. Yeah. I'm a touch person in general. Touchy, so touchy. I I love physical touch. I grew up in a very physically touch household and I don't mean that in any weird way. It's just yeah, yeah. that no, like, huggy, my parents huggy. always hugged me and my parents always kissed me and they always, you know, just pat me on the back or held my hand and that's how I grew up. And so in my world, that's how I find love because that's how I received love as a child. Yes. And I think your love languages have a lot to do with how you received love when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm always been like, a, I want touch. And I've got, and some of my kids like touch and some of my kids don't like touch, which I think is interesting because I think it I've always been like a touchy mom. Yeah. But like everyone has their differences. Yeah. No, it's a great topic. Thank you. I, I didn't know anything about this. This is really new to me. Either. So I think it's a very interesting form of therapy. I just think it's fun to bring out all the new stuff in January, you know, like when everyone's Absolutely. starting, they're like, they're 2024 and we're going to try all these new things. And it's like, I just wanted to throw a couple different things out there and see what Love sticks. It. Going on to pod news real quick, you mentioned earlier that we are going to be a part of the Dark Matters podcast yes. festival, which is coming up in February. So if you are in the Chicago area or anywhere in the Midwest and would like to check out a live show, so go to revelations.com slash live to learn about our live show on February 24th. But also we were earlier tonight, we had a uh, podcast collab that's going to be coming out in a couple months. We were on another podcast, a paranormal podcast, and we were talking about dreams and astral projection and premonition dreams. So, yeah, we were working with some other podcasts coming up. It was so much fun, you guys. Exciting things. Chit chat, chitty chat, chit chit chat. How was your week? My week was... Besides your drama of getting a, a bottle of wine to you tonight which if you want to follow along with the drama you can join our sleepover squad because it is quite the story it tonight. is and is documented the entire journey it was like a mini sode it was a mini series of like brooke's a, wine yeah. journey yes brooke decided good. to get wine at the last minute not when she left work but probably 30 minutes an hour into the <laughs> hour into the podcast yes it was fun. <laughs> and so it's all documented even when Nope, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. You're just going to have to join uh, the Sleepover Squad to find out what happens. How was your week overall? Well, that was probably the most exciting part of my week other than that. Um, you know, more snow, snow, more snow, more snow, and more snow. I did play trivia for the first time in a long time. Uh-huh. I saw that you're at your brother's trivia night. Yes. And I do have a video. I have a video I'm going to post on. <laughs> how, do <laughs> you have a, how do Brett, you have a... Po- oh, okay. Brett, your brother shared a video 
of you mm-hmm. doing a dance, which will um, yeah. be on our sleepover squad if you want to join. Revelations.com slash support to see Brooke uh, shaking it. Good fun. Um, good, good fun. But you said you came in third place? Second place? Second, place? Mindy. Second yes, place. Nice job. Well, what did you do this week? Tell me what delicious food you made. You always make great dinners. <laughs> Um, I did make, I made the kids um, stuffed shells, stuffed uh, shells this week. I also made homemade chili. Mindy, I only asked for one and you're just. Homemade bread. Oh, you're killing me. All, yeah, I, had a, um, I had a corn dog yesterday, Mindy. <laughs> I was feeling kind of like in the Betty Crocker cooking vibe, the cooking mom vibe this week. So I did make some homemade stuff. Real good. Chili mm. was good. Mm. Stuffed shells. Mm. Uh, but I will say my highlight of this week, interestingly, was Ooh. Mark and I went out a few nights ago just to, you know, get out of the house, had a cocktail, and they Spend were some playing on the quality time. Some quality maybe? time. <laughs> quality time, yes. Uh, they were playing on the TV the national slap competition. I have you ever cannot. seen this? believe you just mentioned this i okay, cannot believe you just i didn't this. know this existed because just listen <laughs> and i don't like it but go ahead or maybe let's explain for our bestie what this slap okay, competition so there's is two first. guys and they're usually pretty big dudes and they have to just s- wait the weight levels yes they have to stand in a little um like taped off area on the floor you can't leave that taped off area it's like like if someone pushed you out of the sumo circle, right? And sure. I don't know <laughs> all the rules, but you slap each other till one of them either gets knocked down, gets knocked down, or gets pushed out of the square. And my good friend, and now Mindy's good friend, BJ, mm-hmm. um, who helped us on one of our live shows, introduced me. <laughs> She's the one who introduced you to slap competitions? She did because she and her boyfriend watched because there's this Hawaiian guy and this Samoan guy and they're Hawaiian. And they're Samoan. Yeah. And so they have like this favorite, you know? And so like, oh, it was so funny to watch. I'm like, I kind of really dig this. (laughs) Did you? I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, why? Because it's like pie facing someone i'm like it's just like winding up and slapping someone but there's a technique you can tell like where oh, your hand lands technique. on the face and the drag across but i mm. am i do not like physical i know you don't you don't uh, like physical altercations and, and so this is on the bar and, and i'm like yeah. i can't i can't even i can't like, I have to leave the bar because I can't sit here and watch grown men slap each other across the face. I'm trying to eat my chicken wings, my, <laughs> my Old Bay dry rub chicken wings Old that were delicious with a side of tater tots. And I cannot pay attention to my chicken wings when there's grown men See, slapping each like, other across the I face. I couldn't look away because I've never seen anything like it. And they do it I in slow-mo like, so I you can like, see all like, the ripples on their face. I mean, like, cool. I've watched fighting my whole life because of my brother whether it was wrestling or ufc or any kind MMA. of yes any kind of mma Don't like he that. knows it all and he knows all the moves and it's really fascinating and he'll be like oh that's out and i'm like what do you mean he's like he's out and i'm like what do you mean he's out he's awake right now he's like 
he was out for a second that's a knockout like he like you know <laughs> like how they can tell like nuances it, of it the nuances like i mean someone can be knocked out for like literally one second but the refs can like tell and be like yeah. hey stop the, and brett's like it's over and i'm like what do you mean it's over the guy's like kind of rolling around and he's like nope so i've always kind of been you've had all sisters so yes i was kind of exposed to whatever my older brother wanted to watch sure a lot different it's a it's a lot different but yes yeah, so i'm kind of used to that kind of thing i don't know who won because at the end <laughs> i was like we just have to leave i can't I can't watch this anymore. This <laughs> we just have can to you put leave. on anything else. I just had to go. <laughs> Mindy but went yeah, home and watched highlight. I guess Mindy went home and, and watched light. Bravo for the first time in her life. She's like, <laughs> I need to watch a Real Housewives show. <laughs> no, no, no. What we ended up watching is we watch Reacher. Oh, okay. Which is um Tom Cruise, right? He did the movie, but there's a Amazon. Oh, there's a TV series show. with mm. some massively muscular guy, mm, which they shoot more. up people like shooting up people. That's fine with me. I don't mind the, the fake you shooting people. You don't want to see the slow motion with that. ripple. I just don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see someone actually getting slapped in real life. That's you don't want to see like that slow motion video of the guy <laughs> getting the cannonball in his stomach and his stomach's oh. like, <gasps> no, no, don't need to see it. Awful. <sighs> all right bestie and that wraps up another episode so do us one favor and that's to tell your best friend about the podcast you can tell that person you want to slap <laughs> i don't know if that's i don't know if that's Just right give them, a, give them a heads up get that it's coming give their them way a love tap. <laughs> i love you listen to this podcast smack you can tell the person you want to cuddle with at a cuddle mm. party. Yes. Cuddle sanctuary. Cuddle sanctuary. Yes. Or you can tell your favorite nail tech that has to <laughs> wax off your nail pubes. Tell them about the podcast. You got time? It takes a little bit of t- time to <laughs> wax off those nail pubes off. We appreciate it. Anyone you tell, it helps our podcast grow. We love you for that. Thanks, bestie. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, bestie, until next week, try to stay away from that toilet monster. Yikes. And sweet Sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. I don't even know what kind of of sound does a toilet monster make. I'm going to eat your poo-poo. And your pee-pee, your peepa, your pee-poo. <laughs> <laughs>